0: Hey, I'm Sean. Hi, and I'm Shannon. And we're the host of Wifey and Baby Mama. Happy Thursday, family. I hope everyone's mm-hmm. having a fabulous day. We certainly are. Simply because we are here <laughs> with you again. Oh, and it's about to get better. We have yes. with us tonight our very first guest of the season mrs lexi is what i call her um mm-hmm. i met this young lady years ago <laughs> yes years ago and i've watched her um since i've had the pleasure of watching her blossom you know boss up she's an entrepreneur the latest keynote speaker of the 20th anniversary gala in auction for erie niagara A H E A H E C. And most recently, uh, recently she was amongst an amazing panel of women for the fifth annual Buffalo Fatherhood Initiative Conference. And that's all before the real superhero stuff like my (laughs) mom, you know, and wife's are. So, Lexi, why don't you give the audience the rest of the details that make you so amazing and makes you eligible to speak on blended families and what we do for love here?
1: If you can see me, I'm so ready. Thank you so much Sean and Shane for having me on the podcast. Um, my name is Alexia Heron. Um, I'm a wife. We've been married for almost 11 years now and awesome. I have three wonderful children. Um, I call them the kid, tiny human and baby, but um, everybody <laughs> else knows them as PJ, Mina and Juju. I'm, I'm super excited um, to be here and talk about my experience of uh, being in a community. This is pretty cool.
2: <laughs> we are so happy
1: to have you. Thank you so much for coming. And one more thing. I have to give y'all kudos and flowers before we get we jump right into it. But I love y'all podcast. I absolutely love it. I listen to it at work. So anybody else that is listening here, make sure you tune in and make sure you subscribe, (laughs) like, and all the things. So this can reach many, many more millions of people.
0: Thank you, Lexi. So see, that's another detail I didn't mention about Miss Lexi. She's also uh, the co-host on a local radio station, um, WFO, oh, here in Buffalo, New York. I believe the Roses are on, what, every Fourth Saturday, Lexi?
1: Every Fourth Saturday is the Roses among Thorns. So myself, Tiana, and, and Hollis are there along with Bishop. Um, sometimes we have Bishop and sometimes we don't, but, you know, either way, <laughs> we have a good time.
0: That's right. right. That's right. And, um, yeah, so this is what led to her being a guest on the show. I've had the pleasure and honor on going on the show. They, they invited me on for an interview. And although we were there to discuss uh, my first published, now Lexi had praises to sing about wife and baby mama. She brought, (laughs) (laughs) she brought us up, you know, in conversation many times. So she's a true fan. And we, we, we thank you, darling. And so, yeah. Yeah, during that dialogue, um, Lexi had mentioned to me uh, what she experienced like and what was near her heart, you know. So I told her next season, this was the end of season two when I was on their show, I said, next season, Lexi, we're going to have you on. She's like, oh, just call me. I called and here she is. So <laughs> because wife and baby I, and mama would like to keep their word, you know, and all of the issues in blended families and families at all are, are, are near and dear to us. So we try to ensure all siblings have a fair shape, you know, and being the best people mm-hmm. they can be. So to one another one I'm sorry one from another Lex give give us your point of view on the subject we kind of discussed briefly I said hold that thought save it for the show (laughs) with the relationship you had with a (laughs) step-sibling
1: okay so Mm -hmm. I have I have a couple of different perspectives so um, my mom and dad um, they was it 90s they got married in 97 so um, I gained two extra Brothers and a sister, um but I do have many siblings on my biological father's side, so on his side, there's nine of us, so I'm the oldest, and I believe the youngest is like early twenties, but don't don't quote me because I can't remember it's a <laughs> lot It's a lot to remember, but um, I do remember um being the oldest, so of of the blended family, I am the oldest on both sides. so having that sense of responsibility to you know one get to know everybody um and at one point in time try to bring everybody together you know none of us asked to be here um Mm -hmm. but you know thank god that we are here um but i i had the joy of you know of learning about my other siblings, um, and seeing them in, you know, in different areas of their life. Right. So I have, you know, my sister, my biological sister, she's in Atlanta. Um, Shane and I were talking about it earlier today. Um, and so we have the same mother and father, and then okay. there is a brother in between us. And then there is, um, three sisters and then another brother. So two of the sisters are really close in age. Um, and mm-hmm. then there is another sister that is she's doing big, big things in New York City. She just well, not too long ago she graduated from Syracuse um University and she went to law school. she became a lawyer. she passed the bar. like awesome. she's doing wonderful, oh, wonderful yeah. things, and I'm so proud of her. And my little sister just got engaged, so that was really cool. Oh, um, that my, my other sisters, you know, <laughs> they're they're starting their families and you know, being able to, um, still be that big sister um and be that support even though there's such a big gap between us right so mm-hmm. I'm I'll be I'll be 45 40 and fine this year <laughs> um yes. and um, and my other siblings are still in their twenties right so there's mm-hmm. a there's a there's a bit of a gap there but just because there is a gap, doesn't mean that we can't still bond in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could bond right. over kids because almost all of us are. Well, three of three out of the five are moms, so we can talk okay. about you know that. Um, my my younger sister lives in Atlanta. You know, she's doing big things down there. She's going to school. She's getting her MSW. She's married to my bro, who I call brother. <laughs>
2: um,
1: but still trying to you know find that balance between. You know, wife, being a wife, being a mom, being an entrepreneur, you know, holding down a job, doing all those things. It can take um, a toll on trying to keep everybody together. Um, right. Well, but, Shannon, we
0: can write a book about that, can't we?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's something that I really try to do. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't make it out to be that I'm perfect at it because there's times, you know, you get busy and you don't really reach out the way that you right. should um but when you do reach out and you know you want to, I want to make sure that my siblings know that you know I love them even if we don't talk or we could be you know fussing or fighting you know I still love you I, I might love. not agree with everything that you say because there is such a difference in you know in age, age. in some of us mm-hmm. um uh-huh. you may see things differently than how I may see things but that doesn't mean that I don't love you f- um for you I mean your opinions might not line up with my values but that's Okay, everybody is different, and That's we might right. have to agree to disagree on some things.
0: Absolutely, and I wanted you to get your dynamic out, Lex. And this is a little unorthodox. I usually say the the title at the beginning of the show, but I purposely saved it for right now. the The title of this episode is "Parents Making Kids Work Overtime." So now, mm-hmm. with your dynamics laid out, and I hear how you get along with your siblings and how you try to, you know, reach out as the oldest to keep a connection. Was it any sacrifice was it any um what i'm trying to say turbulence or or anything to dealing with other your other siblings because you guys had different parents because that's what i, I want to touch on a little bit tonight
2: yeah it harder
0: because you know as as kids we don't get to choose right but as uh-huh. adults even if the parents had issues we can choose to be siblings just like i think i'm hearing that from you now that you try to keep some sort of relationship and positivity with all your siblings uh-huh. so was it a time when your parents made you work overtime when you were older to, to build a relationship?
1: Uh-huh. You know, I don't think it was the parents so much. Um, and, okay. and I'm going to be careful of, of how I how I say this. There were some parties that didn't necessarily agree with all of the children, um, <laughs> okay. which is understandable. <laughs> um, but, you know, that, that had not, no bearing on, you know, the fact that we were related. I think I felt mm-hmm. the most pressure. Um, was from my sister uh, my where well, we have the same mom and dad um, mm-hmm. because I wanted to reach out um, to my other siblings and get to know them. Um, I felt as the oldest I had that responsibility um to to do that and mm-hmm. she felt that I was sort of like abandoning her I was getting rid of her pushing her to the side and that really wasn't the case because, her and I have been through quite a bit with, um, you know, my mom and biological father and and the things that they went through. So, mm-hmm. you know, when stuff was going down and it was just her and I, um, and how her and I grew up was totally different between, you know, my biological father and his partner and their kids, and then my okay. biological father and the, the mother of the other children. So. Okay um you know one side was like yes this is your sister y'all need to you know get to know each other y'all need to have that and some the other side not so much so um at the time you know i was old enough you know i was 17 18 i was able to drive so i can go and see oh. them <laughs> um, right and i was able to you know let them know hey you know i'm actually your i'm your sister
0: yeah, you. my sister, you know, if
1: you ever want to talk, you know, here's my number. I think they didn't have cell phones yet, so they had to wait for, for you know, to use the house phone. And <laughs> Man, at the time, you know, <laughs> right, right, was it? Right. I think Rochester still had, uh, what was it, still 585 or 7 7- I forgot. But I went, it was right around time when the zip code changed, so it was still long distance. But I would try to call um, mm-hmm. and, and really try to, you know, give that reassurance to my sister. Like, listen, you know, they are our siblings as well. You know, again, we didn't ask to be here, but we're here, and we can make the best of it. And I know now, you know, she's, you know, she's pretty cool with with um two of them. There's one, it's not so much, but you know, that's something that she has to work on, and the other two have to work on. Um, I can only, you know, lead by example. You know, like I said, I don't, I'm not talking to them every day. We're not, you know, meeting up and having a good time, but you know, Mm -hmm. we're spread across the state and across the country, really. So right. You know, we can certainly text, we can certainly call, but I wanted to try as the oldest to um, spread myself as much as I could and let everybody know that, you know, I'm your sister. I do love you um, without without trying to make anybody feel alienated. And, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. I fell short of that. But again, you're talking, you know, a teenager, young adult here. You're not going to make all the right steps. But right. at least right. I try. Well, Can I, I try. ask you?
0: That's right. And that's all we can do. But let me, let me mm-hmm. just ask you this and you may, you know, know the answer or not. Do okay. you think if the parents had had you guys together more or introduced you guys, do you think it would have been easier than you guys having to work double back now as a teenager and now build a bond with
1: 17, 18 years past? In the perfect world, yes. Um, knowing <laughs> the parties, no. Yeah. No, okay. No, and, I, and I, and
0: I, and I, <laughs> Hey, I get it. Cause yes. like I said, Shannon and I, and that's one of the things you told us that you love that. Well, you told me, and I probably told Shannon when you guys were talking, when I was having technical difficulties, but anyways, that's one of the things that you love about this show is the fact that Shannon and I are wifey and baby mama and she's mm-hmm. my home. You know, she's mm-hmm. not. Well, that's your son, your son, mama called. It's not. Right, it's, it's never right. been that. Even when Jimmy was out of the picture for numerous mm-hmm. years, this is my mm-hmm. home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think I, I think what we want people to get out of this show is and thank God you as a child decided 17, 18, I'm going to do this. I'm, right. I'm going to one to reach out. I think what we want people to get from this episode is parents, when you come up with these kids, when well, and, well, under whatever circumstances, we're not here to judge. They are mm-hmm. siblings. And and I think the easiest way to go is just to make sure they know that and you leave whatever you have to the side as adults, but make sure these kids always know that they are siblings and they Mm -hmm. should grow up together because my sisters and brothers were my best friends. I mean, not so much now, Alex, unlike you, but (laughs) maybe we had too much of each other. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I think I've expressed it here before when my mom and dad, you know, got married. My mom had three kids and then my stepdad had three kids and the six of us was thick as thieves. And Shannon, I think, when mm-hmm. your mom remarried, your one of your stepfathers already had siblings, correct? Well,
2: um, no. Um, well, no, grown. Grown kids. Yeah, grown. My, right. My um, mm-hmm. second stepfather, because um, we were all grown when, when we got the okay. second one. But the first stepfather, no, there weren't any. But my stepmother, on the other hand... Um, My father only remarried, you know, the one time and uh, Mm -hmm. was married to my stepmother for almost 45 years before he passed. But she had children. And um, so there wasn't a a real push for us to all come together um, because we were in South Dakota and they were in Charlotte. But when I okay. did move to Charlotte as a teenager, I pushed in like like it sounds like similar to what Lexi. Alexia was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I wanted to to have the relationship. And um and there wasn't, of course, any pushback from uh, my stepmother or my dad for, you know, me coming in, you know, <laughs> elbowing my way into the family thing. Here I am. And y'all right. are going to know me and love me and I'm going to lo- know and love you all as well as so, well mm-hmm. um yeah but what it sounds like you know Alexia you're you're there wasn't any pushback, but there wasn't also any push to um form or you know go above and beyond and you did that on your own
1: well my biological father he like it's his pride and joy to have a lot of children and <laughs> he He did. So if you ask him, he he would tell you, Oh, I want all my kids to be together and all those things. Which is which is fine. Um, I think it's just it was a lot of of dynamics um between, you know, my biological father and my mom, um, and my dad's partner and um and and myself. Um so I, I really I always went in there sort of guarded with her. Um and she she knew who I was. Um and Because she knew who I was, uh, she Mm -hmm. did what she did, and she wasn't always the friendliest person. Um, So she's. um,
0: Excuse me. Let me ask. So she's the mom to the siblings that you reached out to.
1: Is that what she's? She is mother to three of the siblings that I reached out to, and then there is a also another woman who is uh, um, mother to another three. Okay. Got it. Yeah, but this one was not so friendly. Yeah, she wasn't. Saying. She wasn't so friendly. She, she, she's not my favorite person in the world. I mean, but you know, what are you, she's, she's the mother of my of my siblings. So you know, she did right. get get that respect for me because okay. you know, as a mom, you, I try to at least give that respect. I, mean, I didn't always get it back, but, right. but I mean, it, it is it is what it is. But All we I wanted can do to make sure. Part right I did my Mm -hmm. part and I mean I I talked to my mom about my my other siblings and stuff like that I mean and it's no no issue like again nobody not they're one of us has to be here but they're here now and you know we talk about them I go hey I got a I got a nephew I got a niece which is Mm -hmm. the coolest thing ever I am super excited about that (laughs) um so we we know we talk about those things but you know I I like you asked the question earlier, like I in an ideal world, yes, we we would have been able to put differences aside, but there was a lot of stuff happening during that time, and and I don't oh, I don't absolutely. blame my mom um for any of 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 how things played down because she had to do what was best for her and her kids, and that's fine.
0: And it's like when my mom mm-hmm. and stepdad met they had three apiece, so they have six kids right mm-hmm. then they have five more together as mm-hmm. if any more kids is needed but anyways you know <laughs> yeah. god bless them but yeah. so we, the first six of us were so close we kind of just all got together like raised these last five <laughs> you know like they were all our kids right because they were already you know we're already together so a blended family and you un- you understand like that's what love does right we're mm-hmm. all together whether they're his kids and my mom was our mom but that's not how we were raised right and we were we never needed friends girl because it was so many of us but we had good friends thank God coming up but we it was 11 of us we were all each other's friends now on the other hand my dad remarried and his new wife had two children you know but they were not his biological kids but still you know that didn't sit well with my mother although you have gotten with him and had five more kids <laughs> that didn't sit well with her so she was not as nice to my stepmom right as, as I thought she could have been yeah
2: oh. but um
0: she thought that he treated those kids better than the biological three he had with her, right? But ma'am, you moved us a thousand miles away. I mean, mind you, that was your choice. So what is he supposed to do when he came and got us every summer, you know, Christmas? He definitely took good financial, and I tell you all the time, he was definitely my financial savior. So but because my mom didn't care for the woman and her kids, my older Mm -hmm. sister kind of, my older sibling kind of like, didn't like the kids either. So it was like, I, I get what mm-hmm. you're saying. Like, so it was kind of like a divide when my father remarried because it's like, oh, you going to talk to them? Oh, you going over there? You going to their house? And I'm like, yeah. So my, my sister yeah. would go when we went home to the South. She would go stay at my grandma's because she didn't like the lady too much mm-hmm. and the kids. But mm-hmm. I would go to my father's house because if he loves them, I love them, you know, and they treated mm-hmm. me nice. So I, I, I rock off of <laughs> your energy. You know, they never yeah. did it. But I think in my oldest sibling's defense, she had an alliance with my mom and she felt like if she liked them too much, mm-hmm. it would be disloyal to my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's I why mean, I think it's important for parents to make sure the kids understand you're just children. Right. You know, don't, right. make don't make them decide. Don't make them Yeah, don't make them choose. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. cuz even I, for me with my um my siblings with my mom, you know, my personality is totally different. Like I said, I came in saying you're going to you're going to love me, you're going to accept me, you're going to whatever. But my mm-hmm older sister and my brother, they never formed that relationship with, See? you know, my dad's family and the siblings. And, you know, so there is a divide there to this day because Absolutely. They, right, they don't right, operate right now. the way I did. It's like
0: I'm an outcast. <laughs> Even when my father passed, like these kids were distraught you know, and let me say my stepmom, which was their biological mom, well, their father died in like the army years, years ago. So my stepdad married her, their father was dead and and they were little kids. So he raised these kids, right? And then their mom Mm. died before my father. So my father continued to raise and nurture these kids, right? And then their kids became his grandkids. So when he passed, can you imagine the emotion they had, right? Yeah. But my other siblings kind of like, kind of out of them, like, whatever, like, and and I just felt so bad for them because I'm like that was their dad just as much as it was. Matter of fact, they spent more time with the man than we did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it was almost an animosity and a I, I don't know, I don't know. All I know is to this day, like you said, Shannon, it's strained. And I mm-hmm. still think that all of that could have been curbed had the adults ensured that we spent a little more time together. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying?
1: I get as that. kids. I also wanted to just put a little shout out to my, to my dad. Um, He, when he gave us three, uh, two extra brothers and a, and a sister, and he has been phenomenal. Um, When my mom and dad got married in 97, um, he raised us like he were, we were his own. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, now it's only two of us here still in Buffalo and, you know, it's, it's the oldest girl and the baby boy. So just shout out to all the dads that, you know, really step up and and, and father absolutely father yeah. children that aren't biologically yours. Um I I, I know I'm not biologically his, but I make sure that when I had kids, I instilled the same values that he instilled in me. Um and mm-hmm. and even by giving giving my youngest one his middle name. So that was super super oh, special for me. That's <laughs> awesome. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Blended
0: that families,
1: honey. Blended families. Yeah. That's uh-huh. what we do for love, right? Listen, and they work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay? they work they
2: work yes. when
0: you put work to it that's, that's it. Right. shannon mm-hmm. do you have anything else to add on our blended uh mm. our parents making kids work overtime tonight? No, I, i'm loving it nope <laughs> okay so I, I think we can wrap up tonight's topic then by saying you know parents don't bring your personal lows into your children's relationship if you can help it and then you have those parents just flat out ref- that flat out refuse to compromise you know it's okay you do your best yeah. um Children have no choice in coming here, um, nor what family they're born into. But if they have a sibling with a parent, you know, who you're no longer dating or if you're, you know, not married any longer, if you're divorced, or if you like usher, you know, and you find, that you find out your side piece got one on the side, don't, don't blame <laughs> it on the kids, you know, <laughs> try mm-hmm. to keep the kids together. None of that is the fault of the children, right? Always allow those right. children to blend peacefully whenever possible. You know, that's what we do for love. All right. Love it. Think it's time for our audience invite, baby mama. All right, right. so <laughs> audience invite is here. The title of last week's song was Things a Man Ought to Know, and the artist was Laney Wilson. Uh, if you recall, last week's topic was uh, Reigning Without Responsibility, and that song implies that before you want to be the boss, there are simple things you should at least know before wanting to be in charge. And, and when you listen to the whole song, You'll also realize that she's saying those things she can do on her own. This the simple things. So that's not Mm -hmm. a reason she needed a man, you know, but it's pretty deep and it has a few moving parts. So do your part guys and make sure you listen as promised. We're going to give you some flavor in your ear this season in all (laughs) forms and fashion. Okay. So if you were Mm -hmm. digging last week's song after you listen, or if you can guess the song tonight that I dropped the uh, the lines to hit us up at wifey and baby mama at gmail.com. This is your official invite to email us at wifeandbabymama at gmail.com. All right. Baby right. you got a fictional family for us?
2: <laughs> I do. But before we go into our fictional family, I want to give a shout out to the people in France. I want to say. They are at the top now. <laughs> they have knocked down wow. Brazil and are Germany and the UK. Yes, so Okay, friends wow. out there. In France. <laughs> we <France> appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Let's. See. <laughs> <That part. laughs> right. Love it. Love it. Love it.
0: We so love it. We welcome numbers. Right. Yeah. Is.
2: See these numbers climbing. You know, it is. It, it's, it's um. It's, it's good for the ego <laughs>
0: and it's good to you know it's good to come on here it's like you said as moms yeah. wives entrepreneurs to get on here yeah. every Thursday because you guys are so faithful and we know that yeah. we're making a difference so when even when we've mm-hmm. been snowed in for a week in Buffalo we can still get on with a smile right Lexi <laughs> and come talk that's to the right. people <laughs> mm-hmm, <that's right. laughs> so thank yeah. you France and everyone who's yeah. listening oh yes to everyone
2: all right now on to the fictional family i am feeling um the fictional family i'm feeling tonight they are the pearsons from this is us um which ended actually the show ran until 2022 um but the the scene I want to talk about is with the, the big three. If anyone has watched the show, you I know who the big show. three are. They're the kids. Yeah. So um, Sterling K. Brown, who plays Randall, Justin Hartley, who's Kevin, and then their sister, Chrissy Metz, who plays Kate. And um, Randall is black and Kate and Kevin are white because Randall was adopted. Um, for those of you who don't know the show. Um, so the scene I'm I wanna guilty. talk about you're guilty of not knowing the show, Sean.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I'm sorry, baby. Well,
2: Go ahead. That's oh, okay. you're gonna have to come over and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the scene I'm gonna touch on is actually the from the finale, the final scene. So they had lost their father, you know, several years earlier and now at the finale they lost their mother and they're sitting on the porch the three of them and um Kevin he says you know we don't have parents anymore um and Kate says you know we still have parents you know they're just not here you know and he's like yeah but you know what i mean and um and they're like what do we do now you know we're we're lost without our you know our our family and Kevin says um, we do um you know, what we're supposed to do, or Kate Kate and Kevin. You know, we do what they've always wanted us to do. We live and we live fearlessly. Um, and she wants to open up schools for the blind. Um, and um uh, Kevin says he just wants to work for a nonprofit and stick around his home <laughs> because he worked a long time to get a home and now he really appreciates the fact that he has a home. And then Randall, um they're adopted brother says he, you know, he's going into politics and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, he's going to rule the world, become president or whatever. And then Kate says, um, you know, I want to tell you all, you know, something that I'm fearful of something or my nightmare. And um, she says, I feel like without mom or our parents, we're going to drift apart. We're just going to drift apart. We're going to get busy with our lives. And there's no one here left to hold us together. You know, like we've all experienced that, I'm sure. Like when mm-hmm. big mama dies or grandmama goes away, you know, Absolutely. sometimes family falls apart. Um, and she says, you know, I just don't want that to happen. And Randall, Sterling K. Brown, he says, we're not going to drift. Yeah. Um, and then Kate says, well, if we could. That could happen. And then they're all silent. You know, they're sitting there. And then Randall says, You all want to know a secret. He says, if someone asks me to picture my family, he says, I don't picture my wife and my kids first. He says, I picture Mm -hmm. mom, dad, and you two. My brother and sister. He says, You are my family. He says, That's what I picture first. And Kevin and Kate say, you know, we picture the same, you know, the Mm -hmm. same thing. And they're just amazed that they all have that same you know, common thought. Um, and then Kate says, do you remember, you know, what they always would say? Um, what mom and dad would always say first came and then Kevin said me, (laughs) which is Kevin's the oldest and mom and dad said, gee, and then, then came and Kate said me and Kevin said, and mom and dad said, (laughs) we, and then Randall (laughs) Um, they said, and then came and then Randall said me and they said, and then the mom and dad said, that makes three, the big Mm three, which is the theme throughout the whole thing. And they, you know, they give each other, you know, love and, you know, and they laugh and they sit there contented that they are the big three. And that's one thing over the, the point of this, this fictional family is, even though they weren't all blood, just like the the siblings we've talked about tonight, the the parents need to understand when they're gone, if they've created, you know, the foundation for these siblings to remain together so that they don't drift apart, you know, when they're when they're dead and gone, that benefits their children when they're no longer here. And all of these guys are, you know, adults with families and all of this. And the problem is not to drift apart. And at the very end, um, Randall says to Kate, he says, you know, if you do drift, we're drifting after you. We're coming after you. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. We want to make sure even if someone starts pulling away, someone goes for them, you know, pull them back in or or we all go for them and pull them back in because That's that's the point of being a family. And when our parents and uh, uh, you know, bonus parents, step parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they get together, like Alexia said, you know, we didn't ask to be here. No, we did not. So parents make sure they stay together, stick together so that there
0: isn't that drift. And they're not working overtime, you know, when they mm-hmm. get older, mm-hmm. once you're gone to, to stay That's together right. or form a bond. A great fictional family Backing. i'm sorry i never watched Yo, that show
1: i'm in tears over here because i didn't see the finale and i'm like ah. oh. <laughs> oh my goodness lexi listen that show is amazing you cry every yes, episode yes you do every episode just buy and stock and kleenex yes. at
0: this point oh
2: that's right oh goodness oh so, yes so that is the fictional family i am feeling tonight
0: Awesome. That's a I good one. It. That's a good one. That was great. Um, that was great. She always nails it. Thank you thank, you. thank you. I enjoy that. <laughs> all, all right.
2: <laughs> that is our show for tonight. We want to thank you all for joining us and our special guest, Alexia. And we want you to come back as many times as you want.
1: Well, you let Enjoy me know. your Sometimes energy. Tonight. Yeah. Yes. So you let me know. We'll put the kids on, put Bluey on. we good. <laughs>
0: thank you Lexi I appreciate you so much honey thank you all for joining us again this week until next week love you all